Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's hour number two, Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. We'll get the calls stacked, racked, ready to go. 800-919-3776. And we'll get to them momentarily. I know a lot of Knicks fans furious about last night. Hopefully Steve Javi just explained enough to you. That means you're going to like it, but at least it explains a lot of what we were wondering about. But, Bart, a couple of Super Bowl notes here that I found very interesting I'd love your take on. Hmm. First and foremost, did you see how many people watched this game? The Taylor Swift effect, baby. You think it's just that? Yeah. I don't know how true this is, though, too. So let me tell the people before you do All right, mm-hmm. so according to Nielsen and Adobe Analytics, the the game averaged 123.4 million viewers across television and streaming mm-hmm. platforms. Here's the key. CBS, just like Channel 2 in New York, but just mm-hmm. CBS, not the streaming stuff, not Paramount and all that. Other, just CBS, 120 million. Mm. Last year's game, and that was, again, Kansas City. And it was the Eagles, which is a huge fan base, 115. So it blew that one out the water. So you're so telling me that extra 5 million people are just there? Could be Taylor. For Taylor Swift. But also, like, hey, you know what's crazy? I hear Kanye got the, got the booth right underneath Taylor Swift. And he wore his mask that he wears, but it had his logo on it. So it was like free advertising every time they cut to Taylor Swift. They can see him. Oh, boy. And he, I think, made $19 million off his product. What? Yeah, he has his own Yeezy.com. Yes. And he made like $19 million just off of that day. And Taylor Swift had him kicked out, I believe, uh, his suite below uh, because of the beef that they had from the original, like him stepping up and going on stage. Yeah. So I think she had him removed. Huh? Everything on the site went for like twenty dollars. So he yeah, everything was twenty dollars. He put it on sale. He made nineteen million dollars with with using zero dollars for the advertising. Oh my goodness! Right. Meanwhile, everybody else was put what they were paying a couple million. <laughs> hey, listen, you can say whatever you want. He's a he's a crazy genius, but he yep. understands marketing. <laughs> yes, and and the people that I, I love him, him are <laughs> and the people that love him are are also crazy because you're just it's it's the ridiculous loyalty but you, you can't you can't deny that the shoes are nice man like that's the thing okay like, but it, like we know that tide we know that tide and tommy hilfiger is racist as hell right we know that like he said he didn't make his clothes for black people right and this was years ago did dj cali just make his make his thing with him people are loyal to a fault they're not they're not, they're not loyal to anything Right, if they like it, they like it, and like well, people can say what they want, but nobody's boycotted Tommy Hilfiger since he said that, and that was decades ago. And now, now he has it with another migrant. If he didn't make it for for black people, he damn sure didn't make it for DJ Khaled, fat ass. Derek Jeter famously said, "Loyalty one way is stupidity." Um, the yeah. game, as I said, was on CBS. It was on uh, Univision. Nickelodeon had that broadcast, and then Paramount Plus. That's what they record all this stuff on. Nielsen said that it it at least part of the game across all networks there was a record two hundred and two point four million people watching. Right, two hundred and two point four. Alan, million. you understand this country Alan, is three hundred and thirty million people. Alan, right? that's why I dare to ask you, how many was in Brazil because they know the NFL is coming. How many was in Australia when we were talking about what we were talking about yesterday? When I was telling, I don't you how think this is, is international. This is CBS, Nickelodeon, and Univision. 
and Paramount but it's stre- Plus. It's, but it's streaming, though. Yeah, but are, weren't there other broadcasts to other countries, like their own broadcasts? Yeah, I Telemundo. Believe? I watched Telemundo. Like it was uh, on- Univision. Univision, yep. yeah. Uh, anyways, that that's, it, like, that's this is case, an incredible number What's for the, the NFL, right? What's the, the world NFL? number? What's the world number then? I I, I don't know if they can even track that. Because because maybe because if that's the case, we might need Patrick Mahomes to have a affair with Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> then we might get three hundred million. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> we, we, so Univision, here you go. Univision averaged more than two point two million viewers, the highest Super Bowl viewership for a Spanish language network. See what I'm saying? Yeah, the, the, the Super Bowl's been televised in Spanish in the U.S. Uh, since 2014. So, again, Univision is just strictly the U.S. then. This is not something that is, like, right. going all around. So this is just U.S.-based viewership right now. You know, the, 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 the um, Wizard of Oz voice just said, now, just imagine if Bad Bunny was there. That might have been 100 million you think Spaniards. So? You know what I'm saying? Because that's the thing. Because most, most, Span- most Spanish uh, people are, bi- are bilingual, I would say. Like, so a lot of those – Fans that are here that uh, you know are probably watching the American one because they understand that just fine, right? And they're probably more comfortable with Tony Romo and Nance. They probably like those guys, right? So, like, this is a strictly probably straight in the motherland. You know what I mean? This is Mexico City. This is like, you know what I mean? Once I again, wonder. American markets. Right. This is but, only American markets. I thought you said Telemundo. No, no. I said Univision. Univision. Yeah. And it's in the U.S., Oh, okay. But two I thought, million I thought, people uh, watch in the U.S. on that got channel. You. But how many people watched in Mexico? How I many don't. People we don't have that data yet. I oh, was yeah. telling you about just okay. Yeah, what you okay. have. So, so, in so this it country. could be because so it could be more. I wonder. I wonder. Of course, I wonder, you could, of course it's going to be more. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> yes. I wonder if America, uh, if uh, NFL starts like putting products too. I wonder how the sponsorship and advertisement dollars work. As far as um, being able to put American products on over there, like because you have to be probably strategic because of certain things that they won't consume from us. Mm. But you know, whether it's maybe Amazon or something like that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, there's like, that new what's that new site that that was going after Amazon, right? Like they all Alibaba stuff. Yeah, Timu, all that stuff's cheap. Yeah, right? Alibaba, but I think that's China. What is Alibaba? Is it? Yeah, that's China. Okay, that's that, that's their version of Amazon. What, what's Timu? I don't know what Timu is, so that's that could be a new one where you get stuff that's cheap. You know, sounds Finnish. It does. Solani. It is uh, Timu is Chinese owned. Okay. Yeah, and they are they are growing and they keep going after Amazon as if to say before you go to Amazon, go here. Right, we'll make it cheaper. The and only that's problem what is they're trying to do. They're taking pay, away, you know? and Amazon's the American company, so obviously there's a, a big uh, digital. <laughs> but, you know the, but, you know, but you know, but you know, but you know the funny thing. Yeah, I guarantee you, Amazon is not over in China because they'll block that. You see oh, what I'm saying? Oh, but but we'll but we'll allow the Chinese market to come over here and fight our American company. But understand that there's a lot of Chinese products on Amazon. No, no, no. I understand that. <laughs> I understand, I, listen, I understand that. But you 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 see what I'm saying? Do you understand? Yeah. That no, they're the, exporting, the but they're not importing. Is what you're saying? Yeah, you see yes, what I'm saying? Of course, you understand? Well, we've we've kind of known that. The irony. We need to stop that, man. Boycott Timu, and unless they unless they let Apple. And they let um, Amazon over there. Now, That's how much time do you think Taylor Swift was shown on uh, during the broadcast, the game broadcast? How much would you guess? How much time? Well, she total? smartly. Well, she smartly was standing next to the real star, Patrick Mahomes' wife, mm-hmm. Brittany. Um, Is that her and, name? and of course, uh, Annie. I mean, Ice Spice. 
Oh, okay. She did look like Annie. I mean, come on. Let's... Listen, I'm telling you, like, you see Shaq is a grown-ass man, got no, kids was, at his age. He, he was he's there. He's thirst-bucking because that, made... that, that He said Apple... he wanted to meet Taylor Swift. That's yeah. what he – he said he was yeah, there to yeah, meet okay. Taylor. Yeah, but he said, oh, he said ice spice is amazing, man. That that I'm telling you, that onion, it's like a pale onion, man. That onion. <laughs> no, I, I, I hear you. I'm just that ain't, that ain't a yellow the onion. hair. Just That's throws a white you onion, off, but it's it just nice. it, the hair throws you off. No, but sometimes she wears it straight, and it's beautiful. All right, no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not denying any of that. I'm just I'm saying you, that dog. in that moment, it was like, okay, <laughs> you, you know, you know what most men I just are kept saying. Hearing, you, uh, you know what? Come you out know what? Listen, tomorrow. so it's like. She's a fine ass redhead. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So then I don't know if that's natural. Is that natural? Because uh, I know, I know, I know. Listen, I know, I know. Jake been all in. You know what I'm saying? He on the on the blogs trying to see what's up. I don't know if it's see. I don't know if it's natural because I do know a lot of like Dominican women that do uh, color their hair or different shades of color. Well, well, well Jake, we need this Does type of research. This is what we depend on you from being a oh, young buck. Oh, I see why. We, we, mm. we, yeah, we, yeah, we need you. <laughs> we need you to go back and look at our high school okay. uh, track pictures. You, know, you need to do a Google search oh. because we need to know it's all oh, so hair it's not, red. I can tell you right now, it's not her. That's not her hair color, no. Oh, I've okay, okay. seen her old, like, uh, so this ruins, college, this ruins, yeah, this college like, pictures. Oh, yeah. This ruins it. Yeah. I'm All right. Well, let's get back to the original question. This how much? It. How much airtime do you think Taylor Swift actually got? Fifteen, probably season? fifteen real minutes. And you talk about a telecast. You, probably you said got fifteen over. minutes. Yeah. When you add it all up. In the minutes. game, in the game, not yeah. pregame, not postgame. Yeah, I'm game. saying about fifteen minutes. They probably fifteen went to her. minutes. That's a lot. Ray, would you want to venture a guess? Uh, I'm not going to guess because I know of okay. in the ballpark of where it is. And okay, then never mind. Uh, Bart's Jacob? not in that ballpark. Yeah, no, he is. He's he, not even in the planet. Yeah, I do know the answer too. You know it too. Okay. Yeah, I'm you guys know like, the answer. These like ten second like clips that they show. I'm gonna right? give. I'm gonna give you one more chance to guess. Bart. Yes, like ten second clips. So yeah, how many good. do you think there how were? How many? How many? To- how much total time did Taylor Swift appear on your television during the broadcast of the actual game? Okay, thirty minutes. It's three hours. Okay. You went higher? <laughs> he, Ten he, second clips he, and you went he, higher than he, he did. Okay. He, he did okay. go okay. higher, Bob. Oh, well, you, 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 you made it. You suggested that I was going the wrong direction. Okay. You Let's were. go five minutes. Let's go five minutes. Five minutes. All right. Is, is that your final answer? That's a lot. That's that a in? lot because, I mean, I remember doing the pregame show for the Super Bowl and postgame, and I was probably only on there five minutes. So that's your answer. You're locking that in, right? Yeah. The actual answer is a grand total of 54 seconds. Correct, Mundo. Okay. How many, how many different shots did they go to, Earl? So that's, it's at 20, 20 shots. How many separate shots? Is it? Well, you could do the math if you do 20 and you just divide it into the Oh, it was 20. So well, it was no, 20. no. You're saying 20. If you're guesstimating 20, how many times? Like 54 seconds, Bart. Seconds. So literally less than a minute out of what was how long was the game three and change four hours? Mm-hmm. You ha- you saw her for less than a minute. Okay. You saw you know you saw Will I Am longer than you saw her. Well, that's because he's performance topic. Uh, well, he was but, barely but, in but, that performance. But, but, but when you flash you saw, into somebody's, you booth. saw not CeeLo. Who was that again? Jermaine Fat. Jermaine. <laughs> it wasn't CeeLo. I thought it was CeeLo. <laughs> Might have seen CeeLo almost like as much as you saw. <laughs> See, like, CeeLo really has, like has, both of them got that Squidward head. 
and that uh, tight swim right? head. It's that's, the, that's, the cranium that, is like bigger than the jawline, yeah, right? Yeah. Like I know what you're saying about yeah. Squidward. Yeah, like Todd, Todd Smith. Todd Smith has that too. That's why LL always covered that dome up. But inside, <laughs> you know, on this uh, little TV series, they like, man, you can't be walking around. You can't be a cop with a Kango. Right. When he wears a Scully, it's like that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> him, him and Neil. Worst so, heads in all in the world. So this 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 fear, which is you know that the new thing in Vegas that has really become like a wonder, and everybody loves looking at it. it's like a visual wonder. Uh, that actually got twenty three seconds, and I felt like that was ubiquitous. I felt like we constantly well, were seeing this fear, but you were seeing it for like three seconds, three right. like you weren't seeing it long enough for it to, you know, to to take up a lot of real estate when it comes to broadcast time. But who's it felt like guy? it was on. Who's the, who's the richest guy? that we got in sports right now. Is it Steve Cohen? Uh, is he the richest owner right now? Yeah, who's the richest owner we got? Yeah, he's, because, he's up there. Because it can't be football. It okay. needs to be baseball or basketball. You don't think Jerry's up there? <laughs> yeah, but he already he just built his stadium. Okay. We need a spear baseball. Oh, that's right, you Steve imagine? Ballmer, the, the Clippers owner. What am I talking about? Yeah, right. see, but he, but he, Dino, he Dino nailed see, it. See, but he's already made it, so it's too it's what, crazy. Oh, a new arena? Yeah, yes. I, we like He's we need a, we need a basketball we need a basketball or baseball to be a spear so they can so when you in there they can make they can put a light around the whole thing because you imagine that how crazy sick. that'd be. Yeah, because because well, a spear seats how many people? Sixteen thousand. Uh, Google couldn't answer that question for you quickly. I can't, but I can tell you that. Well, the, I thought because you who, and, and Dolan was the well, bestie well, friends, he gave but, you the the rundown. But, all right, so that's you just then you just said it because the man who financed the sphere is James Dolan. So I imagine that if that's doing as well as it's doing, if you're ever going to do something on the outside of Madison Square Garden at some point, wouldn't that be it? Yeah, but I don't know if you can build. You're gonna build a dome on top of the already. No, no, you just around like you wrap the oh, building yeah, in, yeah. in matrix like that, and you can make it look like anything. It'd be amazing. Yeah, I don't know if he got this. I'm, what I'm saying you is, don't I know hope if he's got what. I would the, love. He it. definitely I, has the pockets. No, I would love a stadium. That when you go in there, because oh, really he, he he stole the spear idea. It's it's basically, um, he did. Yeah, the spear is basically the, the that was brand new technology. The, well, the, on the outside, but it's basically Newark. It's basically the Newark Science Center has a big round spear that you go in there and you watch three movies and it's, the entire inside is that. IMAX. It, I don't know what it is, but they, okay. they, 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 they change everything on the inside. That's the yeah. first time I've saw that technology on the inside. Yeah. He's found a way to put it on the outside, but when you go on the inside, the stuff the that inside. they do, the stuff that they the stuff that they do for the concerts, that's mm-hmm. what that's what I learned from the spear. I mean not from the spear, from the um center at the um Newark okay. Science Center. Okay. So they took it and they just they just they, juiced they it enhanced up it, yeah. To yeah, four K with incredible sound and everything else. They just made it outside, yeah. Anyways, that that's you know, all the stuff that we saw from the Super Bowl. So all the complaints about too much Taylor Swift on my T V screen, it was less than a minute of Taylor Swift on your T V screen until the kiss. The kiss was probably the longest she was on T V. Yeah, because like, she met him, they talked, and the camera stayed on him. The kiss was so whack, and, too, and the kid, like, well, See, that's what I'm a, saying. Apparently, did a lot of kissing the whole night. I they were up until 5 a.m. party. I, I, listen, I get that. But, like, for that, like, he, he kissed it like he liked white women. Excuse me? Well, you know, like, usually, like, you know, it was, like, all cute and stuff. You know what I mean? He treated he her He kissed her like much, he loved her, by the he, way. No, he kissed her with too much respect. Because that means he loves her. No, he needs. He should have grabbed her ass. You know what I'm saying? That's how. Is that what you do when you respect somebody and love them? Yes. You, you, yes. You, you, you damn straight. I'm grabbing that them? ass because I love that ass more than anything. <laughs> you handle him physically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like he, so he, she's the no, world's he, biggest pop star, and I'm going to treat her. Right. Yes. Like you damn, some you ratchet damn. I met 
No, 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 no. That like, ain't that ain't you ratchet. Sure? That's not ratchet. You come on, man. You love your you love your girl. You gon' you gonna when you kiss, your hands don't go up on her shoulder blades. Your hands go on that ass. In public? Damn no. straight. No. Listen. Well yeah, thank wow. you, Jake. What the hell are you doing, Alan? You better grab your wife's ass in public. No. Might turn no. her on a little bit, son. My wife is a teacher. Not really a thing you want to show in public. <laughs> Why not? Because she's a teacher of fourth graders. That's that's great. They, it's they not hate. great. <laughs> Listen, it's not great. Okay, when I was and in fourth grade, really when I was in fourth grade, I was grabbing ass. You, well, I'm not saying that I don't. And yeah, we play ass tag. That's what Stacy got his ass whooped for. That's what he got his ass whooped in the wood because he grabbed he grabbed Stacy's ass. Okay. Well, again, that's fourth movie. graders are ass grabbers already. Yeah. But. She's, bro, it is nothing she's, wrong. She's bro. a billion dollar industry. I don't care. And you want him to just Yes. You think toss you okay, her okay, around okay, publicly. okay, okay. Rihanna's a billionaire. Yeah. You don't think what ASAP Rocky kiss her and gonna grab her ass? So why is it different for Taylor Swift? Because Rihanna's a billionaire. Yeah, I understand, but I don't think I've ever seen that. I <laughs> I, I have not seen you that either. Paying attention, bro. Like, bro. You, you, what am I not paying attention to? I, you, first of all, I haven't really been around ass, Rihanna man. in a if while. If you grab your girl ass, man, she's sexy, man. You grab that ass cheek. That's just how you do it. You grab her ass cheek where you damn near lifting her off the ground with that left ass cheek, left hand, center match. That's how. That's how. That's how old boy from Baby Boy. That's how Ben Rames do it. You know what I'm saying? You grab that ass. Give me uh-huh. that young remote youngster. I love how you're talking to me like I don't know how to do any of this stuff especially like no what know, i'm trying private. to tell you when we see people out like, there don't make me, and they're don't like make me oh my god there's miss there's mrs Hahn. i don't need to be revealing right now that, i'm that, just saying that publicly that is not like oh my god there's appropriate mrs. Hahn. to do like, in that situation like you call like you call a hell of a game you know what i'm saying come out there mrs yeah. Hahn, come out there you know what i'm saying like yo yo you see alan Hahn, you know what i'm saying that's a g you know what i'm saying that's that's how you do your woman you know what i'm saying you let her know this mine that's letting everybody know yo this may be because like how he grabbed it Make it seem like it ain't no real relationship. Like they just stunting for they just stunting for the endorsements. Meanwhile, you know what I'm saying? She's gonna mess around going to she gonna mess around going tour with Bruno Mars or something. Well, he like, stop. hey, it must not be real because he ain't grab that ass. <laughs> I grabbed that ass. He should have grabbed that little listen. bony ass and squeezed that no, ass. Well, that's the other part of it. In front of the whole world. Imagine imagine how that picture would have sold. I don't know if you guys saw that. What? It was like a video going around that she had butt pads on. I saw, I did see yeah, reference no to, to during a concert, I guess the skirt blew up and it revealed that she was uh, enhancing. Which, and we, I mean, and we know, and we know, we know that Isn't ain't that Kelsey. part of industry right now? Everybody's we, enhancing things. No, no, no. We know that ain't Kelsey. His, his, listen, his report. I understand. Listen, he doing it all for the flex. Uh, you, you really think? Yes. Really, they party till 5 a.m. with her. So what? I mean, listen, we all we all get somebody you and we have fun with her. There's something there. There's definitely something there. Yeah, okay. He's she, he's teaching himself to love her. He can't listen. This I know a man that you like know. He's in too all his girl, all his girls he had ass. He'll be hated by everybody. Is all that his girls? All his girls had ass. <laughs> but dunk a dunks. Go down his resume, man. This, this, I, this, you know, this I don't is, need to go down his Gates. resume. I completely understand his game, and I know I, I don't deny Listen, that. I just what, think that catch, there is something Kelsey, legit between them. Catching Kelsey, catching Kelsey. Yeah, the the show we had it. He I had know. that one person on there with a little ass like that. I understand. Her ass is fat because she got bellies. She good for business right now until okay. she not until well, she dump you, his ass. You could argue that there's no way out right now. 
Yeah, not at it all. Was just, it, 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 it was not – it. Like he has to at least get through the season, get to the off season, and then maybe just do the whole you know moving on thing. What's her longest relationship? Because I think she gets bored too. She does. She bounces around a lot. Like she's and and it's a lot of different people that some of them you're like, what the hell? Like if you saw one of her boyfriends and then compare him to Travis Kelsey, I tell you like, what, are you serious? She, she, guy, she, the, guy, she the guy is a soggy fry, a soggy bet, French fry compared to Travis you, Kelsey. Listen, you better watch out for Davison, Tommy. He put that little alley. Oh, Pete, Pete, Pete. <laughs> yeah, Pete. Because like, it's yeah, like I, uh, say, I just saw Tommy Davis. Like, like, wait a minute, what? Remember, 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 uh, neighbors when he was like, "You the one you cheated on my wife." He picked him up like, "What, honey? He's so yeah, light. Yeah, yeah. He's all you know what? He's all meat." <laughs> <laughs> you know what Pete Davidson saying? Hey, I would have grabbed your ass. <laughs> Pete Davidson like, "Hey, man, I'm put this little mini anaconda up on that hip." Why can't you just do that later? Why does that have to be nah, on display, man? Like, like, man? like, because if you like, you ain't supposed to be paying attention to what the world thinking. Naturally, you see your girl, you just won a championship, man. You gonna grab? You might well, pick her up I mean, and grab both asses, and she wrap her legs around you, son. Well, that that does happen. That that ha- I have experienced that, but that's also spontaneous. It ain't that, spontaneous. That, you just won a Super Bowl. When you're in a crowd with like people around you, there's not a lot of room to be running and jumping up and then. Wrapping Bro. your legs around him. There's just that moment where you're kind of like, just she's trying to hug him, and he's got all these, he's got his pads on. That's the other thing, and he's yeah, way care. bigger than her, which she's not used to. That a lot of her boyfriends are just pretty much her. Remember, she's five ten, five eleven. All right, man. I'm just saying. So maybe maybe that's also. Boring. I mean, I'm here for it, right? I remember the Reggie Bush and Kim Kardashian stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now yeah. this is the next profile. Like what I'm saying is, we need somebody to go get Selena. You know what I'm saying? We need to grow our game so the NFL Selena? need. Not Selena. Uh, not Selena. Uh, I'd love to be able to get Selena, but unfortunately. No, no, no. Not you. I take that back. You know what I Shakira. mean. Shakira. Shakira. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One Shakira of them. Happily married, though. With By kids. Alone. So was Giselle. Until <laughs> she, she fell for her trainer, so you better quit playing. We, listen, we're trying <laughs> to grow the game. We need the NFL trained. in on it. <laughs> oh, Tom Brady. Who, maybe maybe Jalen Hurts. Maybe Jalen Hurts. We need somebody. <laughs> Well, you see, you see, you, you, you know, we you, have you a see lot right of now. Odell, Odell's, Odell's trying to retread with uh, Kim K. I did hear about that. I did they were seen spotted that. coming out the suite. She had the hat down. Listen, Kanye walking around with his Kim. There was Kim, a lot of that happening at this game. Did you with notice the Kim that? Clone. There was a lot of stuff going on in the suites, by the way. That was yeah. like there was a field day for Page Six and TMZ. Yeah. It was like, wait a second, they're with them now, or or they got together, they spent time together. Bro, it was me, very let me, interesting. Let me tell you something. If you go to them, some of these after parties, you'll see like that's that's when it's all bets are off. You know what I'm saying? Like they're catching there trying to thirst trap. You see, Shaq Shaq is old enough to be Ice Spice daddy. Uh, daddy doesn't matter. He like, hey, if it was good for Woody Harrelson, if he can be, if he can go with a young chick, I can go with a young chick. I'm sure what the days was all about. <laughs> he ain't even hiding it. I can't even keep up with Bar right now. Um, let's let's. I'm going to call an audible, and we're going to move okay. audio files to later in the hour because we got lots of calls to get to, and I think it's a good idea to get back into that conversation. A lot of people want to uh, react and everything else. So eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll talk with you coming up next. But first, hey, do you want to experience an inflammation of money and happiness and watch your bank account grow with an extra pep in your step? Catch Joviaitis. It's a side effect of not-for-profit banking with Jovia Financial Credit Union. When you bank with Jovia, you may see an increase in savings, growing checking account balances, and reduced rates on loans. Symptoms may include greater happiness, reduced stress, and general feelings of financial freedom. Join Jovia 
and start spreading the wealth. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Well, everyone said the Knicks were the big winners at the trade deadline. Unfortunately, not doing a lot of winning right now. Another loss last night as they followed the Rockets in a controversial conclusion. Earlier this morning on DPH on Rothenberg, Rick and Dave said the Knicks are hurting right now. This is as good as the first half has been, and it's been great. Right now, we're struggling, and it's for, I mean, obvious reasons. I mean, right. we're, we're as banged up as you could be right now. Right, but uh, two weeks ago, we said second seed well within reason, and and it was. I mean, you, you were right there, and now you've really fallen off, and it's terrible. I mean, that, now you're you're tied for the 4-5 the spot, which means if you're in the 4-5 spot, you got Boston if you make it to round two. And that's brought to you by Tullamore Dew, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original, triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, we're going to push audio files up a little bit because we got lots of people that want to talk to us. 800 919 3776. Been holding a while because we had Steve Javi. If you missed it, we'll play a little bit more of, we'll, we'll play a lot of the best of what he said uh, in the two o'clock hour. We'll go back into that conversation. Steve Javi, of course, longtime NBA official uh, and now ESPN rules analyst, and he explained a lot. Uh, of what happened last night, Nixon, the Rockets, and the controversial call at the end and gave great perspective on all of it. And, oh, by the way, did say, yeah, you don't call that. So there's no argument there. Uh, but right now we want to let you be part of this conversation, 800-919-3776. And we go to the – Mitch is in the car. What's up, Mitch? Yeah, hi, Alan. Long-time listener and long long-time viewer. Um, I missed the explanation, but uh, I have a question. Uh, maybe an idea. Why are the officials allowed to change a call when the ball goes out of bounds mm-hmm. without a coach's challenge? It's a great. There's obviously a disagreement between the teams yeah. who the, the ball goes to. Why don't they allow the the officials at the end of the game when it's a critical call to change the outcome of the game? Two of the officials think that something is not right with the call. Let them look at it, review it, and make a decision. Yeah, it's a great question. It's one I asked Javi. I said, you know, you, you guys, we've seen it before. We saw it earlier in the game. Ball went off someone's foot. It was the wrong call, and they got together and said, no, what did you see? Okay, this is what I saw, and then they overturned the call. The NFL it does as well. But uh, Bart asked the question, and it was a good question, and Steve said that in, in that situation, you can't do that, number one, because the official who called the foul was right there. So the other two officials – have to say, you know, what did you see? Okay, I saw this. All right. Like, you know, like you can't argue with him because if he says, no, I uh, definitively, yeah, I saw lower body contact. Like, whatever it was that he said to the other officials, if they did converge and discuss it, they, they, can't, they can't tell, well, you're wrong. I saw this. He was right on top of it. 
So well, if they, they aren't sure, and he is, they've got to trust him. And then when they watch the video replay and he goes, oh, crap, you got it wrong, it's too late. Of course it's too late. But uh, th- that's the question then, really. Isn't it the same when the ball goes, goes out of bounds? Maybe the official that's closer to the call makes the wrong call, and then the guy on the it's other right, side of the court. right, but you'd have to, as the other official, see, it's a foul. It's different when it was off someone's hand or off someone's foot. That's more definitive. A foul is, 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 really is judgmental. You know what I mean? Like, I can't say to you as another official, yeah, that wasn't a foul. I wouldn't call that. I think you should as a crew chief. I think you should yes. have the ability to overturn it. But, but in this situation, as, as Javi explained to us, you can't. If a guy calls a foul, he sees the foul. You can't say to him that wasn't a foul and discuss it. That's not how it works. You can say, I saw the ball hit the hand. I saw the ball hit the foot. What did you see? Discuss it. Okay, let's overturn it. You can do that. But I I don't think you can overturn another foul call by another official. All right? At least that's the way Javi was explaining it. But I, I don't think it should be that way. I think an official, especially the lead official, should be able to overrule a call. Especially, especially when it's a game-changing yes. call, when it's critical to the outcome of the game at the last second of the game. Yes. So, anyway, yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, the NBA should look at it and allow the the, uh, the officials not just to look at the clock at the last second, but also look at a call that changes the outcome of the game. Yeah, there's going to have to be a discussion about it. Of course, thank you, Mitch. I mean, it just unfortunately. You know, look, this happens, one, you know, one hundredth of a percent of a time. Most of the time, you're not going to see this, but when they do come up, it is frustrating because it ends up being, you know, the difference between a, a win or a difference between a loss versus an opportunity for five more minutes to try to get a win. Mike in West Caldwell, what's up, Mike? What I'm about to say, I thought long before what happened last night, but. I don't think the players are doing themselves any favors by arguing every single call, missed call, what they think is a call. I'm telling you, these refs are human, and I don't like NBA officials, and I I know their job is hard, but uh, these guys beef on everything, and you don't think down the line, they go, I'm not giving this effing guy the call. All night long, he's badgering me about this and that. So I don't think these guys, if they would just go back to, when you were in high school, if you beef with a ref, you got your ass parked on the bench. These guys after everything, and Brunson, I love him. He's turning into one of these now. I know it might be warranted for him, but just just shut up. Because when my mother would yell, she yelled so much it started not to mean anything. When my father would yell, he never yelled. Then it meant something. So wait until you have a real beef to get your point across. I, I think they killed themselves, and that's league-wide. That's my opinion. Listen, they, aren't referees supposed to be impartial? Aren't they supposed to be above that? Don't they get paid to call it how it is and take their emotions out? They're not. So, so let's put the – They're human. Put, so let's – human, why are they taking it personal? They getting, they getting paid money to do something that they love to do just like the player. And, you know, dialogue has always been healthy, right? Because they don't get anything, everything right. They're not perfect. But yeah, why, you, you, you talk about an emotional it, game, it means yeah. a lot more to the player than it does to the referee. And referee Mike, what, can care what, less who wins or loses. What you don't see a lot of times is you're, you'll see the demonstrative like frustration after a, a in the moment call. But then you'll see during a timeout, the player, you know, whether it's during a, t- a commercial uh, or even during like free throws, you'll see the player walk over to the ref in a calmer moment and then just say like, "What?" And I'll tell you, those conversations aren't "Why didn't you call that?" It's "What did you see there?" Like what? 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 You know? What did you see? Because this is what I felt. This is what happened. And then you, these discussions are generally calmer. 
But in the heat of the moment, a lot of the officials understand, like, guys are battling. They're battling hard. You're driving to the basket. They're going to be frustrated, so you just let it go. I'm looking down the floor. I'm not even looking at Jalen, who's got his arms up in the air. Now, if you hear a magic word, now I'm going to tee you up. So a lot of times you see the, the, that type of stuff. You're not seeing a guy MFing someone. You're just hearing a little frustration and then get down the floor. And then they have a calm conversation. Let me explain to you what I saw or why that, why that didn't warrant a whistle, and then they move on. Now, if it's like three or four times and it's like, wait a minute, you already explained it to me and it's still happening, so clearly you're not seeing something, then the frustration starts to build. But I, I thought you were going to actually – where I thought you were going to go, Mike, was flopping. And how referees now don't know what the hell to call because, you know, boy, you look like you just like you took contact when you really didn't, and now I'm not calling it because I don't trust that you're really getting hit as hard as it looks, and that's why I think flopping came into the league and it really made it harder for officials, and that had to stop. And the league has been trying to get that out of the game as well. And let's also learn one more thing. We've been complaining about how that's too easy, the offense, right? In the NBA, guys are scoring 50, 60, 70 points. That teams are scoring 120, 130, 140. And we all go back to, you know, in the old days, how tough it was and physical defense and no one defends anymore. Well, now you're saying we're going to let more physicality happen to get that the, the out-of-control offense under control to where there is some resistance to it. And so now players who are used to getting calls on minimal contact are not, and they're complaining about it. So this is right now sort of an awkward stage in the NBA of what used to be an easy call is no longer easy because they're letting the physicality go because fans have said, we like physical games. And last night, that second half, that was physical. That was a battle. You liked it. But what you don't like is when the official in the end of the game blows the whistle to have control over a game that should have been decided by the players. And that's exactly what Steve Javi said to us. Matt in Princeton. What's up, Matt? Matt. Hello. How you doing? Hey, guys. Uh, my name is Ness, by the way. <laughs> okay. Sorry. But uh, long, long, long-time listener, big fan Thanks. of you guys. Um, just wanted to make a point as well, just to kind of piggyback on what you just said, Han. Uh, definitely it's not in their best interest as the referees to call a game to sway, you know, a narrative that they're not trying to do because at the end of the day, they want to make, you know, they want to make their money as well. They don't want that bad rap on them. On the other hand, as a longtime Knicks fan, now that they're getting a lot better, you know, there's still a foundation. Yes, we have a great player in Brunson, um, but I just, man, it's frustrating to, to see him not get calls or, for a call to be called the way it did last night, I mean, they battled back, you know, and it just seems like, you know, he just isn't getting these calls that I feel like he's deserving all season long. He's on his back every other play, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, how much of that is him when he drives and he just, you know, lets himself hit the floor? Uh, he is right, seeking right. contact. Like, like that's the problem is is he's also and, – and this was a lot, of, a lot of times with LeBron. They would say – well, he's so strong that even when he gets hit, it doesn't affect the shot. Oh, Shaq more than anybody. Shaq, that was another one. And, and, right, and, and you sure. say, well, but he's still getting hit. Like, just because it's not affecting the shot, why are you punishing him for being strong? Brunson, same thing. He's taking hits and he's playing through them. Why are we punishing him for being strong? You know, that, that, that agreed, I think is agreed. something he said. 
I'll just make one more point with that. Sure. I'd say uh, before the whole flopping thing, who was always on the floor in the mid-2000s? Dwayne Wade. You know, yep. you never knew if he was playing physicality or if he was yep. throwing himself. No, but true. as great as a player he was, he was always on the floor as well. But I, I think he was getting calls. He was getting calls in that era. He does. He he did do a lot of flop. Obviously, Ginobili did a, a lot pump, of flop. He was a pump. He was a pump fake king, though. So he got guys up in the air all he the did. time, falling for the dumbness. Yeah, no, he he did. But it's it is something that does you know that, that again, Luka Doncic. He gets to the free throw line a ton, and a lot of times what he does is he gets you pumped. Like he you you are on your toes because he he's got great pump fakes. He will flop a lot, though. Sure. He will flop a lot. Trey Young flops a ton, but he also keeps you off balance. They're difficult to to officiate. You know, Julius Randle's more Definitely. run right through you type of guy. But Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson are in the top 20 in free throw attempts per game. But it still feels like there are right. times where they could be getting more. Matt uh, Nash, thank you very much. 800-919-3776. We'll continue with your calls. Like I said, we had pushed off uh, audio files, so we'll do that coming up next with several different things to play for you. Stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Barton Hahn Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Hear from Steve Javi in the 2 o'clock hour, what he had to say about what happened at the end of last night's game. But, hey, Bar, right now, it's time for us to step aside and let the headline makers do the talking in the segment we like to call Audio Files. Extra stake. The Audio Files. He did have a little extra breath in that one, too. Impressive. Uh, talking Super Bowl still. So the, the parade's tomorrow, right? Mm. Anyone? Anyone? Parade, right? Mm-hmm. Chiefs parade is tomorrow. I want to say it's... Ash Wednesday, happy. Valentine's Day, first day of Lent, mm. and Chiefs parade. All annual have, we, events. We can have a, a parade, baby. Go All... ahead and shoot up the club, Travis. <laughs> Cashing right. that lottery chip. Well, that is something to keep in mind. Nine months from now. No. <sighs> Anyways, uh, as we know, the Niners sounded very confused about what they were supposed to do in overtime, what was happening in overtime. But Patrick Mahomes did know what they would do if they won the toss. Here he is on SportsCenter. We would have probably kicked if we got the ball, but from what they said, they wanted the ball in case they was sudden death at the very end of the game um, if both teams scored. And so we just knew that uh, what, what our decision was, we had talked about it, we had talked through it since training camp, and then we talked about it all through the playoffs, and we're very well prepared, and that speaks to the coaches, and um, it prepared us to go out there and win the football game. Wow. <laughs> he just laid it on thick now, how prepared they were. How Damn about this? How about this? If if it would have been sudden death, right? Both teams get a touchdown. Listen to what Mahomes said they would have done. We were going for two. I don't know if Coach Reed wants me telling everybody, but we would have went for two for sure. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I, that's not the first time I heard that. Uh, I believe I forgot the other player that said that. It could have been Travis Kelsey said they talked about that. Right, because they didn't want it to come down to we scored and all they need is a field goal. Right. So instead, we go for two. And in the game we're going right for there. the win. That's it. We're going for the win. That's, Let's remind why, everybody, that's why you go second. I got you. And Mahomes made it clear how prepared the Chiefs were. And let's remind everybody how ill-prepared the Niners were. Kyle Juszczyk explaining most of the players didn't even know the rules for overtime. You know what? I didn't even realize that the playoff rules were different in overtime. So I I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win. But I guess that's not the case. So I don't really – I don't totally know the strategy there. No. No. We haven't talked about it, no. Damn. 
Does that resonate even more now after Mahomes is like, yeah, we, we've been talking about this since training camp. Yeah, and the guy from Harvard has no idea. So if he don't know, that's there's a, a lot look. of associate degrees out there that you know they don't know. No, that's a bad look. Uh, all right, moving on. Let's get into the NBA. So we've been talking a lot about calls and non-calls and Brunson, you know, being playing physical, getting hit, and all those things. Listen to uh, Giannis Atenacumpo talking about just how beat up he and Jokic can get from playing. I think you see scratches because he's uh, has a lighter uh, skin than me. So yeah, uh, I have I have a lot of. Uh, Scratching my arms too. Uh, my significant other think he's sexy, so I love it. What? I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> I'm lost. What are we talking about? <laughs> Jokic, right? Oh. He's saying you see the scratches on Jokic because he has lighter skin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because okay. when you scratch white skin, like yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. turns it red. Up. red yeah. Got you. And, or, or you'll also see like a good scratch. You'll have like a red scratch. Where he's saying you don't see it as much on me. But I do get scratched up too, and then he added the fact that his his wife loves it, thinks it's sexy. See, I bet he grabbing that ass in public. There was a lot of things he actually did in public in regards to her before they had kids, and then after they had kids, which is what I'm getting at. Nah, see, no, 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 no. Let me tell you something. They wanted no listen. See, that's and that's why you lose the spark. You yeah. grabbing that ass before the kids. I'm grabbing that ass after the kids. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Son laying right there. Sleep. If he under two, he'll never remember. Get it in. <laughs> Get that work in, son. I hear you. I've talked to you all the time about trying to lock that door. And these kids find a way in that room every time. Hey, all I they have to do is walk freak. in there. I want this the freak freak. All they got to do is walk in there the wrong way the last time. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Be careful walking up in here. Nature's <laughs> happening. <laughs> I bet they ass knock after that. Mom, Dad, I cannot see that. Well, you hurt no my mama. Yeah, that's like that's <laughs> how you got here. I hurt mama. I hurt her real good. <laughs> oh man! Last but not least, hey, um, you know now that football season's over, baseball season is about to start. In fact, the Yankees tomorrow pitchers and catchers arrive. More on that later. Yesterday for the Mets, pitchers and catchers in Port St. Lucie. So David Stearns talking with the media and the big story going into spring training has to do with the fact of uh, Pete Alonso and his future with the Mets. Remember, he said, I expect him to be with the team next year. Never said anything beyond that. So how about as we begin spring training? We're not going to get into the specifics of any particular negotiation. Um, I'm not going to provide you guys updates on any conversations that uh, exist back and forth. But look, when you have a really talented player who's really good, who's entering his final year of club control, who happens to be represented by Scott Boris, these things generally end up into free agency. And we understand that. This is an organization that's dealt with that before with really good players, and it's ended up in a perfectly fine spot. So I have not seen Pete here yet. Haven't talked to him here yet, but what we're going to talk about is, look, let's go out and have a great year together. You go out, have a great year. Let's have a great year as a team. And if we do that, we're both going to be set up. The organization and Pete going to be set up very well going into the offseason. What is this telling you here? What are you hearing in that whole thing? Give me a BS translator on this. Yeah, he's trying to negotiate about having a year. I'm trying to get paid before the year starts. So tell you what, I can go out and have a great year. I'll holler at you later after that if that's the case. Because you think if you're not going to show loyalty and step out there on faith after all that I've done, then why the hell I'm going to sit here? It's not like this is the best situation for me to win a title. If it's another opportunity that's out there that helped me, then it, 
you making sure that you take your time with my negotiations, I holler at you because you went out and gave Lindor this money, and he was an outside guy coming in. So maybe I need to go be an outside guy coming in for somebody that's going to show some gratitude and appreciation. I mean, he's really being careful, and I guess it's the smart thing to do if, if you're Stearns. You, you don't want to say too much here. You are dealing with Scott Boris. You're also dealing with, you know, a player who the fan base absolutely loves, right? Mm -hmm. So what you don't want to do is say the wrong thing. So it's better to just, hey, let's just have a great year. Like he's saying all the platitudes that you would expect, right? But you pay your good players for early, right? Are you are you cleaning your ears? My ear was itching, man. I had to scratch it. Oh, that was a, I thought you had a Q-tip. No, no Q-tip. You know, Q-tips are horrible for you. Are they what? It's a pin top. You were using a what? Pin top. Everybody so that's uses better. pin top. So that's better than you. <laughs> to scratch. You, you can't scratch the inside of your ear with no damn Q-tip. That's going to make it itch more. I just so I use something hard and plastic that I can just scratch it on the inside because my fingers won't fit. No, and you don't want to do that. You don't really want to stick your finger in your ear. Exactly. My finger couldn't fit in my ear anyway. Scratch it's, it up and it's physically impossible. Is it? Yeah, my fingers. I got big fingers, man. Big you got hands. little ears? Big hands. You got little ears? No, I got... I got Little ear canal. You know what I'm saying? I was just curious. You got them. You got them. You you act like you ain't got them. Everybody hates Chris ears. What? What's? <laughs> Everybody hates Chris. You get so mad. Um, the Yankees, by the way, Bart. They they pitchers and catchers show up tomorrow and. You think about this, right? All they really did, nice, all they did. Mm-hmm. But they, they trade for Soto. Who's batting? And they get Marcus Do we know where he's batting? Batting. batting. He's probably, probably batting second. Okay. But there's still like Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery. They're still out there. Jordan Montgomery ain't coming back. Y'all got rid of me. Don't try to holler at me now. Yeah, he didn't sound like – but then again, if you're still out there, you're going to take some money now, right? Like, I mean, you're not going to hold grudges if someone's willing to pay you. See, but you, it's you, amazing you, to think that Blake Snell is, just hasn't signed. Well, but Blake Snell doesn't pitch more than five innings. That 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 means that you right. know you you got to sit up here and you got to make sure that it's going to be a bullpen game. Got to go get you, you know, the rest of the outs. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. you know, he's great, but he, he's a short sample size. He's only going to give you so many innings. So you got to have a plan around that. This ain't like oh, we signing an ace. So like he has to understand. Well, he's a Cy hey, Young guy, but it's it's just yeah, Cy different. Young for five innings. <laughs> <laughs> Like, bro, I still damn near got a half a game to play. Yeah. You didn't even get me to halftime. You barely get me into halftime. You give me the first drive after the third quarter. But your rotation right now, I mean, Garrett Cole's obviously so young. He's great, right? Mm-hmm. You, you bring in Stroman, you get Nestor Cortez, and then, of course, Carlos Rodon, who, uh, by the way, is, is showed up early in Tampa. And but the mustache is gone, too, which, thank God, right? Because that was awful. Mm-hmm. Terrible look. So he gets rid of the mustache, and – you know, this is the best shape of my life kind of thing. Yep. Which you hope, all right, good. Does that mean you're going to stay healthy and then you could perform up to what your capabilities are, at least why they brought you in? You know, it's it's such a wild card right now with this rotation. And I guess, you know, the Yankees, the, I mean, you never know. If, if Snell stays out there and no one's willing to pay the price that, that uh, I think he's a Boris candidate, right? He's a Boris uh, client. Uh, what they're looking for, you know, he's not taking a one-year to pitch in Cincinnati. Right. Like, you're going to go to a big market on one year, have mm-hmm. a, you know, go to a team that has the chance to be a winning team. 
to to do another prove it so you can build off that, right? But so if you're the Yankees and Mets, you should kind of just lay in the weeds here and see if you can yeah. get a good pitcher for cheap. But if you're Blake Snell, you're going to wait and see if somebody lose their pitcher like we well, lost Diaz. Yeah. So why am I in a hurry to go to training camp and do all that stuff? You know, when it's a long ass season, I'm gonna wait well, it out. I want to get paid season. though. I want to get but paid. Some, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get paid when somebody get hurt and they and they had aspirations to win a title. Could and now that. you know you're looking at them five in and like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Come holler at your boy. How about Cody Bellinger too? Another guy. Like it's just it, it's, it's. These are guys. Surprising. These are guys waiting out the market. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you you be that and you you wait and. Guys or did they overestimate the market? Did they overestimate the market? Well, they were going to get well, big well, money. Well, this ain't the time to worry about what the market is yet. You know, you, got, you know, things change when people get hurt. Like, look what happened to Diaz. Changed everything for but us. But that's not how free agency used to work. It, it, this was a boring some, baseball some, free agency. Well, for some people, for some people, it works that way. It could. And when you're a guy that's not young and you only you you only present five innings, mm. then you're going to have a unique market. And, you know, people are going to be forced to have to pay more mm-hmm. when you're the only one that's quality left. And they thought they were all settled, right? Just, just imagine if it was a great uh, – if it was a closer out there that was waiting that didn't get what he wanted oh, right. and Diaz got yes. hurt. Yes, Mets would have paid top dollar for him. Yeah, Damn right. That's a good point. All right, that's audio files. Again, it's Yankees – so the Mets are already – the pitchers and catchers are already there. Yankees will get started tomorrow – uh, I'm sure we'll hear from Brian Cashman and others, but uh, and and Aaron Boone. Let's not forget Aaron Boone. I don't believe he's got a contract beyond this year, right? So right. there's a lot of stories around the Yankees and Mets, but around the Yankees, an 82 win season last year, unacceptable, and they don't have like a big headline off season. They make one major move, one curious move, and other than that, last year's team's coming back, and the most important part of last year's team coming back is coming back healthy. So. A lot to get to as baseball is just around the corner. Just around the corner, of course, is the Power Hour. And if you missed it, we'll play back some of the best of what Steve Javi had to say to us, the veteran NBA official who talked about what happened last night at the end of that Knicks-Rockets game. You don't want to miss it, so stay with us. Barton Hahn, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. So another Super Bowl title for the Kansas City Chiefs and another Super Bowl ring for Patrick Mahomes. Already conversation that Mahomes is the greatest of all time. Yesterday on the K-Show, Michael said, Mahomes is not the GOAT yet. You know, Mahomes is the GOAT. Listen, he has the same amount of Super Bowls as Tom Brady had at the age of 28. There's still four more to go to tie the guy. I mean, talk about, like, the bias of recency. What are we doing here? Do we have to make these proclamations all the time that this guy is the GOAT? Listen, this guy's one of the greatest. I don't think you're going out on a limb. But for anybody to say with such unbelievable certitude, he's now the GOAT. No, he's not. That is brought to you by Tullamore Dew because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew. The original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast mature Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew response. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.